Hey everybody, it's LaDonna Marie, internationally multi-award winning author, speaker, and personal development life coach of LaDonna Marie Books, where my mission is to discover the champion in you through healing and changing a narrative in your life one book at a time. You can shop and find out more information at www.ladonnamarie.org and check out the shop page. Welcome to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Hello everyone welcome to inspirational talks with LaDonna Marie I'm the co-host for tonight Jade Emery and I am just so excited to get into this interview tonight we have Maurice McFadden how are you dear I am good how are you this evening I'm fine highly blessed thank you I, I thank you for the opportunity thank LaDonna for the opportunity it's honestly such a, a pleasure to have you. And um, I want to share a little bit about you. So Maurice is a Bronx, New York native. He began his career in the entertainment industry 30 years ago as an artist, producer, songwriter, and independent label owner. He's worked for Vibe Magazine for 10 years and film production houses. He then advanced his creativity to another level as a published poet in 2011. Ooh, that was such a mouthful. I'm so excited. Will you share <laughs> a little bit more about yourself? Um, I guess I could say like my artistic way started early. Um, I was, uh, my babysitter used to be a Cuban lady um, in the Bronx. And, um, she used to love jazz music. Jazz music is my first love. So that's my first um, introduction to being an art, to, to the art. Um, I ended up learning how to play drums, play saxophone in junior high school, high school. Um, I never really thought about writing, um, probably until I got into my, maybe until when I started doing music in the late 80s, early 90s. So that's where all the writing came from, from that time. Wow, so what inspired you to start writing? Um, tell you the truth, it was a poem that my daughter's mother sent me. That was the first, well, not even a poem, it was a letter that she sent me. And I just put it into a poem, uh, in a poem. Um, and then I took that and put it into a song. Um, but, but as far as my writing, as far as book-wise, um, I didn't even want to write. A friend of mine from California, <clears throat> excuse me, knew that I wrote, and she put it, she sent it to an author, to a publishing company that I didn't even know about. Wow. And they reached out to me, and um, I denied them for three years. I didn't, I didn't want to be a writer. Um, I'm like, look, I don't know nothing about writing. I'm not great at English. Um, 
But three years later, 2011, um, I ended up taking a deal, which was a bad deal. Um, so anybody out there, be real careful with taking deals from publishing companies. And, you know, I didn't have the money. You know, they, you know, it's one of those, you know, we'll publish you, you don't need money, we'll put the book out. And it was the worst deal ever. Um, it took me almost a year to get out of that deal. And I had to pay, I had to pay to get out the deal. Um, so that was, that was a, um, <laughs> that was a trying time. And in 2012, I reached out to Balboa Press, which is a um, subsidiary of Hay House, Lucille Hay out of California. And I did my first book uh, called Strength Like Yours. In 2012, I released that. Wow. Will you um, tell us some about your highlights and achievements? Um, probably my big, well, my biggest highlights and my biggest achievements is just being a published author. Um, that, that was something I was never um, thinking I could do. And um, over the years, it's just expanded and expanded to where it is right now. Um, one of my other biggest achievements was um, this year, I was uh, nominated as one of the top 25 authors of the year. So that's, <laughs> that's big, that's big. Um, me and LaDonna, okay, she, she's um, one too. So um, it's definitely a blessing to be in that category with those people. Wow, you know, what I wanna know is how did you um, go from having to pay to get out of this deal to uh, being one of the top 25 <clears throat> authors of 2022? Uh, hard work, you know. I took all the I took all the stuff from um, being in the music business, and um, and just went with it that way. You know, I'm from the I'm you know I'm I'm from the you know the days that you had to sell records out the back of your car, tapes out the back of your car. So I mean, you got to grind. You know, people people ask me, you never sleep, and I don't sleep. You know, I maybe get about maybe three or four hours of sleep. So I'm, I'm steady hustling, hustling. And learning the game, um, I knew music, but I didn't know the I didn't know the book game. Um, I didn't know about all of this stuff. Um, I knew about the copyright and all that stuff, but I didn't know how books were sold, um, how you know how they got into stores, um, what's the marketing promotion. I didn't know all that stuff. And um, I think people like I think people like Madonna because. Um, I've known that sister for eight years, and she's um, she's helped me. You know, if I needed help or advice, I've always contacted her, and she's been able to um, um, give me some advice, um, tell me where I need to go look it up, and I do the research. You know, but it's it's a hustle game. It's not it's not something easy. You know, what I mean, you, you know, you just can't put out a book and let it work itself. It's not gonna happen. You know, you gotta put in the work. That is so inspirational. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. So during your your time, what would you say that the the biggest obstacle was that you had to overcome? Uh, my biggest ob obstacle, real, real talk, it was on alcohol. Um, because during this whole time, I used to think that my best poems or my best writing was when I was drinking. And um, and three years ago, um, I stopped drinking, and I just watched. 
and I'll even and, and tell you the truth, I had but I, what had happened was that I was drinking and I had I cursed someone out who was a young lady I was dating, and it made me feel bad. And that night, I just poured out my last drink, called my pastor who lives in a different state, and we prayed on the phone. And the biggest thing with us as African American people, we never reach out for help. That was the first time in my drinking that I reached out for help. Uh, went to the VA because I'm a veteran and got that help. And um, and then and, and, and that night, God told me, he said, I was waiting for you to put down that drink so I can give you all the blessings you've been deserving and all the things I knew you could do. And I, and I, I used to have, you know, when you go to church, you have those elders that always say, I see something in you or... You, 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 you're going to do big things. You're going to do, and I couldn't see that until I put down that last drink three years ago. Wow. That, that, that's, that was my biggest um, to get me where I'm at now. So your dependency used to be alcohol, and then um, how was that process? And you know, being delivered from it and forming new habits. Um, it was challenging, but. Um, let me tell you how God works. It's crazy because even though I had been blessed with the music and being able to do a lot of things that I've always wanted to achieve, when I put down that last drink, I saw blessings come that I didn't even know what that they were going to come. Um, I didn't want to buy a house. I ended up closing on a house a year and a half ago. Um, I was looking for a new job, I got a new job. I was looking to get a new car, I got a car. And it's crazy because I, when I, I was in my house, I called a friend of mine and she was like, you crying, what's wrong? I said, I can't believe this, man, it's only God. You know, it's, it's only God. Um, and then I hadn't, I hadn't written a book since 2012 because, you know, I had the books already lined up. I hadn't finished them out and then the next thing I know, I did my kids' book last year, and um, I did a coloring book. So it's a kids' book and coloring book, and and then this year, it's it's my poetry book. So I mean, I've dropped three books in less than a year. So I mean, wow. that's God. That's a blessing. That's such a blessing. Congratulations. Thank you. I want to talk about these books. Will you share uh, with the audience what your books are about? Um, the book Blessings Off of Dogs 2 is about my dog Oliver. He's a Cocker Spaniel. Um, I adopted him from a shelter uh, in 2012. Um, and it's crazy too with him. I wasn't even looking for a dog. Someone came into my job and was like, hey, I do rescues. Won't you come look at dogs? And at that time I had dreads and he and he, he came out and he had he, his head with hair was all matted. And I was like, that's the dog I want. So he cleaned him up, I brought him home. And then as soon as I brought him home, like the next year I thought about, well, do dogs have blessings? You know, all these rescue dogs, you know, you know, do they find homes? And a lot of dogs don't, a lot of animals per se, they don't find, find homes. So basically, if you can rescue an animal, please do that compared to just buying a dog. Uh, because about 500,000 animals get euthanized every year and you know they get killed every year because they don't they can't find homes um so i ended up creating a book um blessings off of dogs too and i took the character away from me and i made my son 
the main character, Malik. Um, and then I, I added my nieces and my nephews. Um, so the book itself is an actual book and I have a coloring book um, so it can cater to all races. Um, so you can color, you know, make the characters whatever colors you want to. And then with the, um, the book itself, I give back um, a percentage of the book sales to animal shelters um, all over the uh, country. Um, so that's a big thing to be able to give back. And I know that Oliver would. And um, he passed away like mm, two months before the book was supposed to come out. Um, so I have a I have a dedication to him in the front of the book for being, you know, my best friend, my confidant. Uh, me and him used to ride up and down the road always together. When I said I would never put a dog in my car. But um, um, but um yeah, that that's that. But um, the blessings off a dude thing is a brand for me um, because it's, it's I'm going to keep bringing out different books um, off of that brand, the blessings off of dogs too. So I have a few different stories, and like I said, the stories are going to be true stories because it's the stories that I'm going to do with me and him, and I'll change the characters in it. And the majority of the characters will be family members. Okay. And then um, the poetry book, blessings um. A brother's testimony, raw, relevant, and real. Um, I did this book. This this is this book is is me. Um, I wrote a play. Me and a friend of mine wrote a play that we produced in New York, and it was called A Brother's Testimony. So I I, I knew I was going to use this title. I just didn't know what was going to be the content of it. Um, so basically, the book itself is just it's just my life. You know, it, it tells everything about my life in this book. Um, um, it talks about loss, grief, addiction, uh, domestic violence. Um, I go into everything. Um, I start the book off with um, Sarah Smile. That's my mom's name. And it talks about how when I got the call, to, I had to rush to New York. Um, my mother was on a machine, so she held on just long enough for me and my brother and my sister to get there before we all had to turn the machine on. Uh, just let her go. But then, I, like I said, I talk about my addiction. I got a brother's testimony, and then I'm from the bottom to the Bible. Um, then I talk about um, re redefining my relationship with my kids. Um, so it gets real deep. So, it, like I said, it's my testimony um, that God let me put into words to be able to. Um, to share with other people and hopefully um, make a change with somebody else's life. Wow. And um, I do want to get into that because you you seem like you're faith-filled. I want to know how was the transition from, you know, kind of being, um, I don't know if self-motivated is the right word, but into being uh, God-led and allowing God to use you. Was that a difficult transition? It wasn't. It was difficult because I didn't think it was cool to be to be in the church. I didn't think it was cool to be in God. Um, most of us we grew up in church like I did. Um, so I went to church, but I wasn't really getting church. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think 2013, 14, and I got I got saved in 2015. Um, I had started going to a church in Virginia that I was attending, uh, Oak Grove Baptist Church. Uh, 
And then I brought my dad to the church, and I'm like, I need you to come to this church and check it out with me. And um, when we left the church, he was like, yo, that church is a good fit for you. It's a good fit for you. And, and I, I think that was the first time that I wasn't scared to be in church. You know, I, I would stand up and praise, um, you know, if, if I felt good, I cried, I laughed, you know, clapped. And I just felt good about being in church. And then as um, in my first book, I had wrote about church, but I was I was I wasn't really I was playing with it. Mm. So like I said, over that those times from 2015 on to now, and like I said, the, the, the three years ago when I stopped drinking, that's when I knew it was God, you know, who did all these things for me that was able to help me stop drinking and continue to stay off the alcohol um, because I didn't want to go back to the life I, I had lived, um, you know. Well, I've been to jail a few times. Um, my credit wasn't great. Um, relationships always failed. So I knew that I had to keep that going. And, um, you know, I, w- I was waking up in the morning not thanking God, um, not realizing that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't wake up in the morning. And the things that I had, um, I wouldn't have because of him. When I was doing music, I made a lot of money, and I thought that having these things, nice cars and nice house, um, the materialistic things was what it was meant to be had. But when God came into my life again in three years ago, I know, I, to me, all these things were just materialistic things. And, and now in my life, that there's nothing or anybody that's more important to me than God. Because, like I said, after all of these things are gone, um, he's there for you, you know. And um, just like with Peter, you know, God gave Peter so many chances. And that's the way I feel. You know, I feel that, you know, I, you know he's a God of second chances, but he's a God of another chance. And, and I was that person that he gave another chance to. And I'm not going to take that for granted for no one. Wow. Ooh, that was so powerful. <laughs> Um, outside of your your work, what do you do for fun? Do you ever have time to kind of draw back and um, not work? Not really, no. Um, <laughs> I try not to really. Um, you know, I sing, I'll rest when, I'm, when I'm, I go home to God. But I mean, I like to, um, I love to hike. Um, listen to music. Um, I'm starting to get into a lot of a lot more community events with churches um, and mentoring. Um, so that's my big thing. Um, I was just at a poetry event for some some um, some high school kids in South Carolina, and that was great um, to watch these young kids do poetry. And um, so. You know, I, said, I try to spend my time around the things that I love. You know, I love music. Like I said, I love vacation. I just really haven't had the time to do it um, because right now I'm just I'm just pushing real, real hard with these um, with these books and traveling around the country right now. You sound very inspired. Do you have any upcoming projects? Um, I do. I'm in Charlotte, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend. I don't know when this will come out, but I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, May, May 15th. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, 
uh, May 21st, which is a um, festival of reading for the children in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia in July, and hopefully I'm gonna be in Mississippi um, in August. Um, thanks to LaDonna, because I didn't even know they had a book, a book festival in Mississippi. Until um, I reached out to her, she told me about it. So I just got an email back from them um, that I'm trying to get out to uh, Mississippi in uh, August. Um, but that's basically it right now. And then I'm working on my next kids' book, um, Blessings Out for Dogs 2, First Christmas. Um, so hopefully I'm going to have that out in November, in the November for uh, Christmas release. That sounds so exciting. Where can the audience go to find more about you and your books? Um, my books are um, on all formats. Uh, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Books a Million, you can go to Bookshop, you can go to um, Barnes and Nobles. Um, you can come to my website if you want it autographed, and that's um, mmcfaddenbooks.com. That's mmcfaddenbooks.com. Um, and you can um, purchase the books. Um, also on my on my website, I sell t-shirts, you know, for the, the Blessings Off of Dogs too. So there's t-shirts on there, there are dog bowls, dog coats. Um, and like I said, the, the purchase of the items from the book, the children's book goes back to um, animal shelters. So if you could um, see it in your heart, to just order those things, um, especially for the books, uh, kids' books. Um, it'll be a great help to me to be able to give back to the community um, as far as animals and the shelters. That's so awesome. Um, it's honestly been such a pleasure. If you could leave something with the audience, something um, specific, what would you tell them? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I just want to let anybody know, um, dream big, because dreams do come true. And uh, with God, all things are possible. Because I, I you know, I'm a, I was a dreamer, and now I'm living that dream. And like I said, if you have faith in God, and you put God first, um, he'll make anything possible in your life. Okay, and I just want to uh, ask this question. So, the blessings poured down on you what besides um besides stop drinking what would you say was your mission in co-partnering with god in the process um my mission i guess to make a difference in the world um that's the biggest thing that's something that my mom taught me um my mom um, was a, a person that traveled a lot with the Eastern stars. And I used to be a little jealous of why she had so many people around her. She was always gone. But when she passed away, I just saw the, um, the love. Um, so me, me doing these books and people coming to me and saying how much they helped them um, or people that was in the same circumstances as me as an alcoholic or uh, a victim of domestic violence. Um, you know, it's, it's just being able to, um, to to have that, you know, that um, to be able to help somebody else. 
out of their um, turmoil. Um, and like I said, you never know how far you reach um, because I never, I never thought about it. You know, I, at first I never thought about what I was doing was a God given gift. You know what I'm saying? Or, or a God purpose. I never thought that. I just thought I was right. Um, but I, you know, but other people showed me that um, my words, which are the reflection of God, um, are helping them. So that that's a benefit. A big benefit. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, it's honestly been such a pleasure having you this evening. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. And thank you all, the audience, for joining us tonight. Make sure you stay connected and you keep in touch for more. Thank you, guys. Have an awesome night. I have gained so many valuable lessons from my experiences. In writing Things I Wish I Knew, Letters to My Little Sisters is a collection of heartfelt conversations with young girls and young adults all over the world, helping them to be prepared for things ahead. This has been another purpose-packed episode of Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie of Planting Positive Seeds podcast. Please remember to like, share, and tell your friends about the podcast. Stay tuned for many more inspirational talks with LaDonna Marie.